our Father in heaven, you are highly lifted up. There is no one like you. Lord, we see you in all the things that we do. And even those times we don't see you, you are always there. So we thank you for setting your love upon us, for not dealing with us according to the multitude of our sins. Lord, we worship you. We pray that this morning you take away our guilt, take away our shame, you take away our fears, you take away our burdens. We lift them up at Calvary, Lord. We pray that your blessings upon us would be unmeasured, that you as you bless us will make us a blessing to others. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, guys and ladies. Welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. This is still training for impact as we learn practical lessons from the book of Daniel, looking at the central theme, those who dare. And we are currently on Daniel chapter 8. We want to encourage you, if you have missed any of the series, any part of the series, please go back and listen to the previous episodes. Read the Bible text with us. Read the entire chapter. As we look at it, you understand more. You get a fuller picture. Pray as you study, as you listen to this podcast. And please share them with somebody. You can also engage us in discussion and question and questions on our TFI community or personally in our handles, our social media handles. We would love to hear from you and pray with you too if you have challenges. In Daniel chapter 7, as we saw in the previous days, Daniel saw a vision of four beasts and we understood that to be four kingdoms that will rise one after the other. But Daniel did not completely understand the successions of these kingdoms and God wanted to reveal more to him especially about the little horn power and as it relates to the sanctuary and God revealed another dream to Daniel in Daniel chapter 8 and we see that in this vision Daniel chapter 8 Daniel sees a ram that was standing beside the canal and this particular ram had two horns and one of the horns was longer than the other one and the, but the shorter horn came up first now when you continue reading um, daniel chapter 8 verse 3 and 4 we we'll see that the ram charged towards the west towards the north and towards the south and it became so great that no animal could stand against it and we can understand why it only went to the west north and south because obviously this ram was coming from the east because we read just now that it will arise from the east and that's why it attacked westward northward and southward and the locus from where the directions are measured seems to be the land of judah at the center of the mediterranean sea so the judah seems to be like the, the center from which these um, cardinal points are being mentioned so we see this charging towards west it means west of judah north of judah south of judah and east of judah okay and this will greatly help us to be able to identify the kingdom which this ram represents remember we've seen before that these animals represent kingdoms as we studied in daniel chapter 7 and so when we go to daniel chapter 8 verse 5 we see that as the ram as this kingdom waxed strong a he goat that is another um, 
um, beasts and other kingdom as we, we can use them interchangeably because the beast the animal represents a kingdom okay please do not forget that this one came from the west and like we just said it came that is west of judah so you can even use a map and check okay which kingdom is that across the mediterranean sea and crossing the whole earth without touching the ground and it says that this particular he goat had one prominent horn between its eyes and then there was there was a battle between the ram and the he goat when you read verse 6 to verse 8 because the he goat charged against the ram in a rage and attacked it attacked it and broke its two horns it knocked the ram to the ground please stick with me open your bibles you see what and i'm just giving a narrative of what is there uh, helping some of us who are reading it or who will not read it and do not understand and that this he goat trampled upon the ram and it no, there was no one who could come to the rescue of the ram and the he goat became very great and he prospered and you know it says while the he goat was prospering in verse 8 the b part it says at the peak of his power the the prominent horn between his eyes was suddenly broken and in place of that prominent horn four other horns grew towards the four wings of the heavens towards the four wings of the heaven and you know it, it continued to see from verse 9 to verse 14 as you open your bibles and read them that out of one of the four wings winds of heaven came another horn which started small but grew in power towards the south now by the way the south of judah would be egypt okay and the east of judah would be mesopotamia and and so forth and it says that this this horn that rose from one of the four winds of heaven you know grew in power towards the south towards the east and towards the beautiful pleasant land that is in the towards the center towards jerusalem and it says that this horn grew until it reached the host of heaven and it cast down some of the starry hosts when you read verse 10 to the ground and trampled upon them it continued to give us some of the characteristics of this little horn remember that we also saw a little horn in daniel chapter 7 and now we're seeing this same little horn coming up in daniel chapter 8 and then some of the characteristics here are very similar to that of the characteristics we see in daniel chapter 7. Now, this little horn in daniel chapter 8 sets itself to be as great as the prince of hosts that is it's like it is the antichrist it, he wanted to place himself in the pedestra of the of the messiah and this little horn took away the daily from the prince prince of the host the little horn also brought low and made of little importance the place of the sanctuary of the prince of hosts when we read verse 11 we continue that little we saw in verse 12 that little horn's power prospered in everything he did and cast the truth to the ground and that the host of the saints the daily of the prince of the host and the sanctuary of the prince were given over to the little horn who trampled upon it who persecuted god's people until 2300 evenings and morning that is 2300 days yesterday we saw 1260 years of persecution now we're seeing 2300 days and and daniel is saying that at the end of the 2300 
days or years according to bible prophecy it says the sanctuary will be restored to its rightful place the sanctuary will be clean so that's where you see Daniel 8 verse 14 on to 2300 days then said the sanctuary be cleansed um, the amazing thing was that even as we are saying these things it can be confusing right uh, when you read it it can be confusing when you hear it it can be confusing and indeed it was very confusing for daniel too uh, when daniel saw this vision daniel didn't understand it he in fact he fainted he was afraid that he fell into a deep sleep but praise god god does not leave us like that uh, and heavenly being was standing by to instruct you know Daniel to make on this to help him understand the vision and this heavenly being was in the person of Gabriel and in fact even the approach of Gabriel terrified Daniel and God used angel Gabriel to revive Daniel and interpret the dream to him the Bible says in Amos chapter 3 verse 7 that surely the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret without revealing his secret plans unto his servants the prophets God does not do anything without revealing his secret plans to his prophets so if you want to move forward you can ask the Lord to reveal his plans to you in, in Daniel chapter 8 verse 27 Daniel was Daniel confessed to that no one could understand this vision of the ram and the he goat especially the vision of the little horn now in Daniel chapter 7 he also confessed that no one could understand that little horn power and even in Daniel chapter 8 when things were supposed to be made clearer to him he still confessed that he kept all of those things to heart because he could not understand it even though an angel of the Lord tried to explain it to him you see friends we don't always have to understand God's visions and plans for our lives we surely can ask him yet more than that we can trust his plans even when we don't understand do you understand what I'm trying to say <laughs> I know I'm using the word so much but get it Daniel was revealed visions twice and and it was centering about upon a little horn power and yet daniel could not understand it even though angel gabriel was there to explain it to him what does that tell you we don't always have to understand god's visions and plans for our lives yes we can ask him and daniel did ask he dared to pray and god explained but more than that we can trust god's plan and that's what daniel did even when daniel didn't understand it fully Daniel trusted God's plans and that's what I want you to do with your own life you can trust God's plan for your life you may not see the path ahead of you very clear you may not see the light at the end of the tunnel but you trust that the one who has started a good work in your life is able to complete it you don't know what two years next week three years ten years will be but you know the one who is with you today and you can trust him to see you to the end because my friend God is faithful I want to end by saying that it is interesting to note that the angel Gabriel is named, you know, his name Gabriel was mentioned only four times in the Bible, and the first of which is here as we see it in Daniel chapter 8. 
and it's amazing that the last time the angel Gabriel was called by his name in the Bible was when he was sent to tell Mary about her bearing Jesus and he introduced himself as the angel Gabriel. What that speaks to us is that yes, all of God's angels and messengers are special. Nevertheless, God sends, you know, unique and special angels for special purposes. And the angel Gabriel is one of such archangels that goes for special missions to carry out special, um, you know, to bear special messages or anointing, just like telling Mary about her giving birth to Jesus or making Daniel understand the vision of the little horns. But what's even more amazing is that when God wanted to save you and me, when he wanted to initiate the plan of salvation, God didn't send an angel. He sent his son, praise the Lord. This is the hallmark for me from this book that God stepped in himself. And we'll see this even as we continue in the book of Daniel, that even when an angel was sent and the devil tried to hold him captive, let's not get ahead of ourselves. God himself, the prince of peace, you know, the Lord of Lords steps in. And I want to tell you that even though you may not understand all that is going on in your life, if you can but just trust your, your plans, trust your heart, trust your visions, trust everything in the hand of Jesus Christ himself, he would always come true for you. So what is it that is giving you sleepless nights, that is causing you to shed tears? What is it that you try not to think about because when you start, you cannot stop? Why not bow your heads and invite Jesus into your life and say, Lord, please, if he's sending a special angel, send it to him, send him to me. Otherwise, please step in yourself. Let the spirit of the Lord come down. Let the anointing of the Lord come down upon my life. Father, this is our prayer. Let the spirit of the